My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be the solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo. Uh, I will be your host tonight. Joe is on an airplane currently, so we will all wish him safe travels. Uh, he will be back tomorrow, but he will be on the show in the morning. Uh, so he will be on the show tomorrow. We have uh, Brian Lupo. CanCon on the show tomorrow. Very excited about that, as always, because he always brings the fire. Uh, and he's just an awesome, awesome, awesome dude. He actually had a an article breaking down uh, some election uh, irregularities. I'll just use that term lightly. Uh, and you should all go check it out. I believe he published it this morning. Uh, and it talks about several counties and this one mysterious ballot that... Uh, that showed up and they were able to identify it because of some stray markings on the page and the machine just for some reason filled in one of those ovals. Uh, I'm not going to get too far into it because we're going to talk about it tomorrow, but go check out that article um, and make sure you're here in the morning, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, noon Eastern, uh, when we run through that and a whole bunch of other stuff with CanCon tomorrow. But we have a lot to talk about today. My goodness, the mainstream media and the the radical left, these these absolute fools, are going absolutely nuts. Uh, Donald Trump is laying down some fire himself as well. Uh, so there was a rally just this weekend, and I'm going to show you a little time lapse of the line to get in the rally. Because, of course, the mainstream media, looks like I'm a little hot here, mainstream media would like us all to think that you know, everyone hates him. We're just the uh, the extremists, the nut jobs who still support Donald Trump, the super MAGA patriots or whatever it is. Maybe, I don't know, we're like Thanos-level MAGA at this point by uh, the radical left's, you know, standards. So he laid down some fire. I'm going to show you what actual support for a president looks like. Unlike, you know, the potato, the old soggy squash who's sitting there pretending that he's the president of anything. Uh, so this is a time lapse from the rally. And as you can see, Trump's not very popular, right? Doesn't look very popular to me. But I might just be an extremist. We might, it might just be from our perspective as Thanos-level mega. Yep, definitely no one likes him. 
And it's still going. If you're on audio, it is quite literally huge, packed line in front, and now it's just wrapping around several times. Uh, and so, again, uh, whereas Biden's speeches, they, you know, fill it up with, what, like maybe 100 people, 50 people in some of them. And one of the most recent uh, pictures, with which I believe was Fox News, they actually panned out and kind of showed the room a little bit more. And they got a wide shot of maybe 15 people across. Uh, and they have these little tiny bleachers they're trying to make look full. And when they have the close-up shots, you know, of course, Biden looks uber popular. It's like this happy crowd. But when you get a wide shot, it's just like all his other rallies and just like his presidential campaign events where, you know, no one would show up. Uh, this is what a packed house looks like for uh, anyone who hasn't seen it before. If you've been to a Trump rally before, you already know this is what a house packed looks like because this is what all of them looked like. And here is another shot. That looks pretty full to me, and that is a stadium, not what looks like a back conference room. Uh, and then here's a picture uh, from the rally of someone who actually knows where they are at any point in time. Uh, that, is, that is what that looks like when you don't need someone to walk you on stage or, you know, the supposed first lady to help you put on your jacket or back you up from reporters when you get stuck in a, I, I don't know, like an Alzheimer's OODA loop, you know, where you're just shaking someone's hand and you don't know what's, what's happening. Uh, but so we're going to play a little bit of footage from Donald Trump's, <laughs> from his rally. And uh, we'll start off with this one. Uh, you let me know in, in the comments if you agree with Donald Trump. He's going to speak specifically about some of the rhetoric that Biden has used and a few of the things that have gone on in the last few months. So we'll start with this one. He is a great guy. To the U.S. Senate, you're going to elect an amazing slate of true America First Republicans to Congress, and we are going to end the Nancy Pelosi political career, the Biden political career. We're going to end it. Our country is going to hell. This election is a referendum on skyrocketing inflation, rampant crime, soaring murders, crushing gas prices, millions and millions of illegal aliens pouring across our border, race and gender indoctrination, perverting our schools, and above all, this election is a referendum on the corruption and extremism of Joe Biden and the Radical Democrat Party. If you want to stop this destruction of America, you must vote Republican. You got to get out and vote. As you know, this week, Joe Biden came to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to give the most vicious, hateful, and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president, vilifying 75 million citizens, plus another probably 75 to 150, if we want to be accurate about it, as threats to democracy and as enemies of the state. You're all enemies of the state. He's an enemy of the state. You want to know the truth? 
The enemy of the state is him and the group that control him, which is circling around him. Do this, do that, Joe. You're going to do this, Joe, right? I think Philadelphia was a great choice to make this speech of hatred and anger. His speech was hatred and anger. By the way, the next morning he forgot what he said. You saw that. I asked him about, oh, I didn't think I said that, did I? Oh, no. How'd you like the red lighting behind him like the devil? Like the devil. <laughs> uh, so I, I couldn't stop laughing during that. But like the devil. It's really accurate. It shouldn't be accurate. You would hope that, you know, in this country we wouldn't have a president who, I mean, quite literally sets up his stage to call half of us all, you know, enemies of the state as the actual president so poignantly said. Uh, you would think he wouldn't have a red backdrop where he looks like he's, you know, starring in some knockoff vampire movie, uh, from, you know, from like 1985. Uh, at least they remember their lines better, if you know what I mean. But, <laughs> uh, so the, <laughs> the radical left is losing their minds after Trump uh, you know, slayed all of these people and uh, just said very clearly what's actually going on. You know, that's one of the reasons. And, you know, I will preface this by saying that uh, Trump is not perfect. We should not, you know, worship Trump. Uh, you, we talked about Operation Warp Speed and several things that did happen. Now they're trying to blame all of the uh, fault of the failure, the abysmal failure of the vaccines or the great success of them, depending on uh, you know, what you think that they were actually before, depending on what you believe from the massive amount of evidence that we do have. When we were talking with Peter McCullough, uh, Dr. McCullough this morning, we covered a lot of that evidence and a lot of the science behind that, the fallout of what's actually happening. But Trump just says it like like it is. Of course, he's bombastic and he's got his, his uh, charisma, but he's just telling things exactly as they are. He's speaking in plain English and... It, it's exactly what all of us are thinking. How do you have a, a senile actor who can't remember where he is, who needs someone to walk him to and from every destination, even if it's 15 feet off the stage or away from the reporters? Uh, how do you have you, you set up a guy like that and then you put him in front of a, a set, you know, reminiscent of V for Vendetta? You set him up like the devil? The whole thing is it's laughable on its face. And yet they still they still do it. They still throw it in our faces. So either we are watching a movie, and goodness, we are getting to a fascinating point in it where I expect a climax coming soon, or these people are so terrified and so stupid, and as I said in one of the posts on, uh, on our True Social, I believe, last night, they are telling us exactly what they're doing. They are, they are no longer hiding. This is with the vaccine, with the election fraud, uh, with all of this, with the political persecution, with January 6th. They are not hiding what they're doing, nor are they hiding how. The methods and everything is plain to see. So now what I think is happening is we are being given a choice. Do we want to, uh, do we want to accept the narrative, the plan that they have laid out for us? Do we want to accept the red carpet down into hell? Or do we want to just exercise our free will? Because at this point, whether it's bowing to the medical agenda with the vaccines, whether it's allowing these false... Uh, these shills, these plants to be installed in our government as our supposed leaders, 
who should be elected representatives, are we going to allow them to continue to take these posts, to take these positions, to sell out our country, sell out our children, our military, to bankrupt, to, uh, bankrupt and rob the American people, send billions to Ukraine down the line? Or are we going to stand up and say, no, I won't be a part of it? I think this is the point in history and time that we are at, is we are being given a choice to see and to exercise our free will or not to see and to continue down a road to damnation. So let's switch over to Bannon because you know what I like more than Trump roasting leftists is, uh, and I shouldn't even just say leftists, they're like, they're deep state agents. They're, you know, deep state little uh, minions, political party irrelevant. But second to Trump or, you know, anyone else roasting them, I like to see them melt down and have a uh, you know, have a spasm on air. So, uh, Bannon had a great clip of this, uh, <laughs> where Joy Reid—they're all losing their minds over a special master being appointed to uh, to Trump's, you know, situation regarding the Mar-a-Lago raid. They're freaking out because a special master might be able to review these documents without the government overseeing what they decide should be classified, should be returned to the president. So let's watch. Uh, let's watch the mainstream media. Losing their minds. On the afternoon of the defilement and raid and ransacking of Mar-a-Lago. Let's play the cold open. I want to bring in Mike Davis. How on earth could a judge who made it through law school think that Donald Trump can take the property of the government, the federal government, take it home and then have to have a special master decide whether they can investigate him? Because she's biased and corrupt. How dare he? Like, I don't know what to tell everybody anymore. Like, I've, I've been saying this since he took office. When you allow Republicans to control the courts, you get nothing. Trump judges do not believe in the rule of law. They do not believe in precedent. They do not believe in facts. They do not believe in logic. They just believe in whatever is going to help Donald Trump. And they've proven it again and again and again. So when I say that you cannot trust Trump judges, I don't know what more evidence you need for that fact, right? Like, look, the the argument that he has executive privilege is so what the scientists would call stupid that it that it that it's okay. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So what the <laughs> what the scientists would call stupid? Yeah. Uh, so again, they're saying Trump judges. It's all Republicans. It's all Trump judges. The Trump judges are the only ones who've actually respected the rule of law, with with some exceptions. But uh, what are they talking about? The judge in this case who signed off on the warrant, the prosecutor, are you out of your mind? They will talk openly about packing the courts, about packing the Supreme Court. They want the Supreme Court justices to just do, you know, whatever they feel like, as long as it's in line with the radical left agenda, as long as it's in line with kill your babies, destroy your country, give up your guns. Uh, you know, the states have no rights because the federal government is God. Maybe it's the red God that Biden was trying to evoke. Maybe it's like Biden potato Moloch. I don't know. Uh, what is this guy talking about? And precedent. The only precedent that I've seen, you want to talk about the Supreme Court. They did a great job on precedent the last few months. They didn't like that very much. So then all of a sudden uh, calls came again to, you know, go find them and burn their houses down. Let's move on to explain it right like the idea that first of all privilege goes to the current president we only have one president at a time so it's not trump's privilege to, to have 
But even if it was, that's not as, how that works. As you pointed out, with Bill Barr, who believes that the executive of the United States is something closer to a king than a president. Even Bill Barr says that if he had a privilege, that privilege still goes with the government, not with Trump. And so these documents belong in the archives. It'd be like if Trump's uh, uh, call for executive privilege over the plane and then parked the plane, <laughs> Air Force One, at Mar-a-Lago. Can't do that. Even if that it was quite his, literally we'd, not we'd have the, same the right thing to take it back. But when you allow oh. Trump judges to infect the system, these are the kinds of, of decisions you get. And people, and this is my last point, people in the media need to stop uh, standing for these Trump judges. What? Standing for these Trump judges? Who's standing for Trump judges? Are they, are they serious? These people literally have had uh, been on a warpath for anyone that Trump appointed, anyone that Trump uh, had, had nominated, had endorsed. Who is standing up for Trump judges? They were just arguing... To go find and and throw Molotov cocktails at the Supreme Court justices. Are, what are they talking about? Can, please tell me in the comments. Please. I'm truly curious. Who in the world is standing up for Trump judges other than anyone with a brain? Or maybe conservatives who respect the fact that they do follow precedent and the rule of law. That they respect the Constitution. I would love to know which Trump judges are... I love they say installed. I mean, quite literally, you have the you know Soros the Soros DA project. They've been installing these little crap bags everywhere for decades. And now they're talking about Trump judges, <laughs> Trump judges uh, infiltrating, <laughs> and people. The media needs to stop standing up for the Trump judges. You've got to be kidding me. Need to stop pretending that these Trump judges are like the rest of the of the judicial system, right? They have to stop. Ah, yes, because maybe they're not. Because maybe some of them actually have any constitution. Maybe they have, uh, you know, sphericals. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be appropriate. Maybe they have a couple sphericals hanging somewhere. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545. Or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. And uh, they actually don't bow every chance that they get to cater to the deep state, to, keep, to cater to these you know, New World Order agendas. Maybe that's the difference. You hear, he's literally just told you. I'm going to back it up a few seconds, because I really want to hear them say 
Just that one line one more time. So let's let's hear what he said one more time because he's telling you exactly the truth. The kinds of, of decisions you get and people, and this is my last point, people in the media need to stop uh, standing for these Trump judges, need to stop pretending that these Trump judges are like the rest of the, of the judicial system, right? They have to stop um, carrying water for them and start calling them out as they are, corrupt, um, um, leave-behind gifts from the Trump administration to destroy the rule of law in America. You know, this whole problem we're all talking about and all the issues you just raised there, all intelligently stated about what really is going on in all these months is Donald Trump's fault. We've always had a Republican or a Democrat who loses a presidential Donald election. Trump's going fault. back to Adlai Stevenson in my memory, even vaguely, and certainly Richard Nixon. They have all accepted the fact that they lost. They told their people they lost. They made sure they all understood it. Nixon met with Kennedy down in Key Biscayne, Florida, sat there drinking Cokes with them and said, I lost. You've got the helicopter. I don't. You're president. I'm not. Hubert Humphrey, the first time I got the vote, he said, you know, I did my best. I've lost. Richard Nixon has won. That's how the process works. Hillary Clinton, I just watched it last night. She said, Trump's now president for four years, but we have to obey the law. Obey the law. And now he's Obey the law? They were spying on him the whole time, before he got in office. During, what are they talking about? The rule of law. Did they respect the rule of law during the COVID lockdowns? No. Did they, expect the, did they respect the rule of law during, you know, all the, the FISA warrants? During that whole process, the FISA gate? Did they respect the rule of law related to Hunter Biden's laptop? Talk about the rule of law. We're going to talk about this in a little bit. Rule of law, if Trump is being per- persecuted so hard, they're going to prosecute him, what happened to Hillary Clinton? Are you guys kidding me? And I actually, I want to play this just be- just for Bannon's comment once he finishes this. They're doing his same old trick he's done to make all the millions he's kept from people that he owes people. He's out there saying, I'm going to delay this process. And that's what he's doing with this special okay, master. I can't, a, I can't now know now know where Chris Matthews was taken off TV. He didn't lose, Chris. Look at <laughs> look. <laughs> we all know Chris Matthews was taken off TV. These people are insane. Uh, Ash, thank you for sending these. Uh, I'll put this up. Uh, <laughs> this is from <laughs> from a few days ago. From the Washington Post, Biden is unpopular, but Democrats aren't. This is from September 1st. U.S. President Joe Biden speaks to members of the media on the lawn of the White House before boarding Marine One in Washington, D.C. Friday, uh, August 26th. Biden yesterday cast Republican congressional candidates as committed to destroying America. We've heard him say very similar things quite a number of times, including against a red backdrop, uh, poising as the devil. So poignantly, uh, <laughs> and said he had no respect for adherence of former President Donald Trump as he kicked off his midterm campaign effort with a rally in suburban Maryland. Uh, why the country has become so polarized, low approval readings, ratings may be the new normal. The new <laughs> well, it is the new normal for the deep state because we're not buying this garbage anymore. Uh, presidential approval ratings are bounded by partisanship. No Republicans today would ever say that Whatever say they approve of a Democratic president and vice versa, Biden's numbers also reflect voters who view him as insufficiently liberal but aren't going to vote for Republicans. Insufficiently liberal. I'd love to know what definition that is, uh, that is based off of. 
And uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contrast a couple things for you, right? So here's one rally. Tell me if you can spot the difference, guys. All right, just tell me. I'm going to leave it up there for a second. I'll give you actually another one. So you just tell me if you can spot the difference. Here's another rally. Or his, this is his speech, right? You guys, do you guys see the difference? So this was in uh, Maryland, I believe. And this is uh, the other rally from this weekend. Just let me know when you can spot the difference. I think you can spot the difference, right? I can spot the difference. For those on audio, uh, one is a packed stadium, an event for Donald Trump, and the other one is what looks like 50 people standing outside. I, I don't know if this is like a car wash or a, a preschool. Uh, I guess what? This was, I don't know if it was on fairgrounds, uh, but that's a, that's a Biden rally. So you've got about 50 people who don't look very enthused, and then you've got thousands of people who were waiting for hours outside of a Trump rally. But he's the no one likes him, right? I know it's true. So these people are all freaking out. Why? Here's why. The special master request, uh, and I'll just read what was actually ordered. A special master shall be appointed. Uh, accordingly, it is hereby ordered and adjudged as follows. A special master shall be appointed to review the seized property, manage assertions of privilege, and make recommendations thereon and evaluate claims for return of property. The exact details and mechanics of this review process will be decided expeditiously. That would be nice. It would be great if they could be expeditious with the sentencing of January 6th defendants or any part of their process. Uh, or maybe, you know, election fraud, court cases. That would be sweet. What's another thing? Audits? you know, recounts, they could be expeditious with those. Uh, but they will, uh, the exact details and mechanics of this review process will be decided expeditiously following receipt of the party's proposals. As described below, the government is temporarily enjoined. Pay attention to that. The government, <laughs> the government is temporarily enjoined from further review and use of any of the materials seized from plaintiffs, plaintiffs, that's Trump, Residence on August 8th, 2022, for criminal investigative purposes, pending resolution of the special master's review process, as determined by this court. The government may continue to review and use the material seized for purposes of intelligence, uh, for purposes of intelligence classification and national security assessments. On or before, this is number three, on or before September 9th, 2022, the parties shall meaningly confer and submit a joint filing that includes A, a list of proposed special master candidates, and B, a detailed proposed order of appointment in accordance with Rule 53B, outlining uh, inter alia the special master's duties and limitations consistent with this order, ex parte communication abilities, schedule for review, and compensation. Any points, this is number four, any points of substantive disagreement as to three or we should be identified in the forthcoming joint filing. Five, the court reserves ruling on plaintiff's requests for return of property pending further review. So the court is reserving the ruling to return property to Trump. The state, the government, you know, the really non-biased one, is temporarily enjoined from further review and use of any material seized from Trump's residence for criminal investigative purposes, pending resolution of the review, and everyone's losing their minds. And why do you think they're losing their minds? It's really quite simple, 
because they want to be the only ones who have any say over this. The whole purpose of this was to hide documents related to, very likely Obama, related to the FBI, into the spine on Donald Trump, into a whole myriad of issues. They're terrified of it because they know it's going to roast them. They know they're all fried. And they don't care to hide it anymore. So uh, Steve Bannon had Rudy Giuliani on, Ru- Rudy Giuliani on to... Uh, discuss some of this, so we're going to play a couple minutes of that. He'll give you a little bit of detail, especially into some of the precedents of this. Uh, but again, none of it makes sense. It's all garbage. And then we'll get into a little bit of Clinton, but uh, here you go. Rudy, you've read this judge's, uh, you've read the yeah. judge's uh, opinion. How brutal a beat, a, a, a beat down on Merrick Garland and his entire Justice Department is this, sir? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen one like this, and if I have at all, in a very long time. I mean, this is uh, this clearly. This clearly uh, demonstrates that this is a completely biased team that's been created. You would think in the case of a president of the United States, where there are these issues that it's the opponent of the president, president, he's going to be his opponent, most likely, that they go uh, to the extents of doing it at least normally. Uh, What they did is completely against Justice Department procedure for the last 30 or 40 years. When, When you take potentially privileged material, First of all, you don't look at it. You don't have the government set up a team to look at it. That's ridiculous. I mean, the privilege is gone the minute the government lawyer looks at it. I mean, the judge says no one trusts the government to do this, even out of appearance of fairness. You appoint someone independent to do it. I'll tell you, in my case, when they seized uh, the the, uh, electronics, and that's all they took, just electronics. They didn't do what they did in Trump's case, which is to take dresses and go into his wife's bedroom and his son's bedroom. But they took the electronic and wasn't even a question. They they were they put it aside. They put it in a special room. They put it in a in a in a um, in a lockbox basically. And then we went through a two or three month period where a special master that we agreed on uh, went through them. It wasn't even a question. It's just like, but is this, but is this, but, but, but Rudy, this is a guy that's a president, president of the United States. This is basically a federal judge saying they don't trust the justice department to be fair and even handed. They don't think about that for a second. They don't trust the attorney general and, and the, and the click of thugs around him to be fair and impartial on something that's so monumental of a raid and def- raid and a ransack of a president's residence. This is what's so stunning about this, and if yeah, you, people need to read it, I want to get the opinion up on the on the on the all the chat rooms so people can read it. It's brutal. That's my point. This wasn't just some normal course of business thing. This was, you know, so exceptional, and she crushed him. I don't even know. She enjoined the investigation that nothing can go forward. I, I don't yeah. even know how they appealed this. I don't even know how they. I don't know how they're not asking Republicans are not asking for Merrick Garland to do the honorable thing and submit a resignation. Wouldn't that be the logical? This has never happened in the history of the Republic, where yeah, a federal should... judge has take, taken. Am I incorrect in that, Rudy? You know the history. No, no, you're, you're absolutely correct. I mean, if this if this were normal circumstances, someone would introduce an impeachment uh, resolution in the House. I know it's not going to go anywhere, but it should be. I mean, this is impeachment material here. With regard to impeach, the attorney general, impeach, impeachment for the, the fact, attorney general, for the attorney general, there should be discovery as to how they selected that judge. I'd like to put under oath the FBI agents and the lawyers who selected the biased 
prejudiced judge. I'd like to put the judge under oath. Okay. How the hell was he prejudiced two weeks earlier, but not now? And all the get all the all the emails, all the meetings, everything. Here's the point, ladies and gentlemen. The hunters just became the hunted. That's what this judge did. This is a, we're going to take the house. We're going to be able to impeach Garland. This is going to be as big as as the as what they did on the uh, what they did on Hunter uh, Biden's laptop, which we're going to have Miranda Davis on this afternoon to talk about. The hunters become the hunted in this case. Am I incorrect, Rudy Giuliani? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is a, a this is basically following Weissman procedure. This is what I dealt with when I represented the president in the impeachment proceeding in Jay Zekoff. We dealt with uh, unethical activity all the time. Uh, raiding lawyers off. When the hell did the F- when the hell did the FBI and the Justice Department raid lawyers off? I mean, that's that's absurd. Uh, smashing down doors, showing up at six in the morning uh, in white collar cases. This is this is Weissman using fascist procedure in 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 American law, and and uh, it looks like uh, they adopt the Weissman theories. Now the whole Justice Department. I mean, that they had. All right. So number one. Uh, hunters become a hunted. Yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. That's what's been happening for the last year, really. Uh, but he says, yeah, can we retake the house? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that that's actually going to happen when we have these machines. I'll tell you, the only, the only way I believe that that's possible is if every single person shows up in person and votes day of. Don't send in absentee ballots. Don't do early voting. Early voting, I guess you could argue is better, but I don't think so. Everybody needs to flood the polls. They need to have to push so hard, to cheat so hard, because we already know they're going to do it with the machines. If you aren't, if you aren't convinced that they're cheating in the machines, and that that's the linchpin in all of this, then I urge you to go back and watch some of the previous shows that we've done with Jeff O'Donnell, with uh, Jeff Lenberg, uh, shows that we've. Uh, Who's the other? Uh, David Clements. I mean, I could go on and on and on. There's so much evidence that they are cheating with the machines. And the only reason that they can even pretend that it's not a fact, that they can still write it off as conspiracy theories, is because they refused to hear the court cases, and then the me- mainstream media lies and says they were dismissed. They lost the case. No, they were dismissed on standing. They were ruled a moot point. It was a deadline issue. They never actually hear the evidence. Ever. There are still open cases that have not been dismissed, and the media will tell you otherwise. But no matter how they do it, because it's a combination of machines, you know, the mail-in ballots, ballot stuffing, the mules issue, all of these things, they, it's a giant operation in order to steal your voice. The only way that we can have a chance at truly overwhelming them is for every single person to show up day of and vote in person and then hopefully we can have turnouts like we saw uh, for Kerry Lake's election, where they were they delayed it for days and days and days, and they couldn't beat it. They couldn't beat with their algorithms and stuffing them. They were just too many people. So if we have a chance of really taking back these elections through voting, then we need to show up in person, and we need to show up day of. That I'm an, I will not waver on. Uh, that being said, there's a lot of things. They talk about the judge. You know, the, again, going back to the previous clip, all oh, these these Trump judges, how we can't allow them, uh, you know, we can't allow them to stay in place. They're not like the rest of us. They're, they want to talk about judges. 
and these judges being biased, these judges not following the rule of law, he mentioned it there. What about the judge who was who signed the warrant? What about his attorney? The guy who stepped away from his post to go work for Jeffrey Epstein. And then the man who signed off on the attorney who the uh, court listener and other places then tried to redact. And thankfully we have, you know, the Wayback Machine and other people who are screenshotting it. They tried to redact it within a day or two. And then again on another platform on two separate affidavits. The same guy who's on that warrant they tried to redact is the one who replaced the judge when he stepped away to go work for Epstein. And this is the same guy who recused himself just weeks before from the Clinton case because he said he was he, he was <laughs> uh, he was biased. How, how is he? How does he recuse himself? He's conflicted out just before the Trump raid, and then there's no problem here. The political theater is unbelievable. Uh, but before we go on, I just want to remind everyone, as Trump so poignantly said in some of his talking points, the most vicious, hateful, and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president. You cannot say it any better than that. We heard the speech a few months ago, his presidential address, where he basically was tipping his hat to you know, going to war with Russia. Looked like he was essentially calling for dragging the United States and all of us into World War III. Uh, again, something that we know is, is a load of malarkey. And again, trying to cover up his corruption, his son's corruption, the Clinton's corruption, all this embezzlement, money laundering, going into the Ukraine, going you know, over there, then back to many of our own politicians, this disgusting little nexus, this CIA stronghold. All of this is not for you. Uh, again, he calls us all enemies of the state. Trump said, instead of trying to demonize half of the population, Biden and congressional Democrats should focus on stopping the killing and the bloodshed in Philadelphia and every other Democrat-run city in America where record death and destruction is taking place every single day. That would be a good start. Why don't you start with the, the fentanyl coming over the border? How about tens of thousands of completely unknown ghosts coming over the border, many of them children, and then being given into the hands of God knows who? How about the city of Chicago, where they have record, I mean, it seems like every weekend there's a record number of people shot and killed. One of the most restrictive gun, uh, gun-free gun cities, I'll call it, in the nation. They lost their mind when the Supreme Court held up the right to bear arms in New York. But no, they want to... They want to talk about the corrupt judges, right? About the Trump-installed judges, the people who are not like the rest of them. Uh, it was not, Trump said, it was not just my home that was raided last month. It was the hopes and dreams of every, ci every citizen who I've been fighting for since the moment, moment I came down the golden escalator in 2015, wanting to represent the people. And then, uh, of course, he teased a, a run in 2024, so I may just have to do it again. You'll be starting to have to do it again, but first, we have to win a historic victory for the Republican Party this November. And I agree with him. We do have to win uh, a historic victory in November. Because you know what? If everyone shows up, I don't believe they'll be able to, to totally flip it. I don't think they'll be able to. But they might try. Because at this point, they have to go for broke. But even if they do, even if everyone shows up and votes in person, and they manage to flip it with the machines, and let's say they, they prepare extra this time. They set up a million... Uh, you know, fake ballots, or they have them sitting off in a UPS truck or whatever whatever their methods are this time. It will be so overwhelming for them that they will make mistakes. That's 
half half the times that we find them is because they make mistakes. They're trying to cover. There are more mistakes made in the 2016 uh, election, and then so many more in, in 2020, because all of a sudden they realized, oh, our normal methods were not working. There's too many Americans who are awake now. Too many who just chose simple common sense instead of the normal rhetoric. And 2020 was a nightmare for them. And there's ample evidence of that. Again, you want to look at Antrim County? Just go look at the, at the list of expert reports. If you've actually read through all of the expert reports, or even just the executive summaries on depernalaw.com, and you truly think there's no vulnerabilities in the machines, you look at Clay Parikh's testimony, I don't know what to tell you. And if you know people who argue with you, literally just go through those, those documents. Take the hard time, sit down with them for 30 minutes, and just roll through a few highlights. And ask them if they actually know what they're talking about. Because that's the problem. Is most people just really don't know. And that's kind of the point. They don't want them to know. That's why the mainstream media has been so effective. Uh, but let's move on. So... <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about, again, Hillary Clinton. So, uh, since he did mention, I went off on a little bit of a tangent there. Let's refresh ourselves when we're talking about, you know, they've now called and said that the DOJ has to be super apolitical. And it's these Trump, you know, judges, these, these Trump lackeys. Uh, these are the, the ones who have the problem. These are the ones who we, we have to denounce, right? I'm going to play a couple minutes of the illustrious James Comey, if we go back in time to Hillary Clinton's uh, little debacle, here is what he had to say regarding her handling of classified information. Remember, on a private email server, and in fact, she was having like her housekeeper or someone, that she, she was instructing people to send classified information and official documents to her to print out for Hillary Clinton. Unprotected, this was not, you know, physically held documents at Mar-a-Lago, which I assume is a secure location, which the, you know, the Department of Justice, the National Archive, they knew about. Of course, they knew about all of this. This was on a, a private email server. I don't think protected would be a good word for it. And vulnerable to, uh, to sophisticated foreign intelligence. But here we go. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. 
IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. So that's what we found. Finally, with respect to our recommendation to the Department of Justice. In our system, the prosecutors make the decisions about whether charges are appropriate based on evidence that the FBI helps collect. Although we don't normally make public our recommendations to the prosecutors, we frequently make recommendations and engage in productive conversations with prosecutors about what resolution may be appropriate given the evidence. In this case, given the importance of the matter, I think unusual transparency is in order. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of okay. I want to pause real quick because remember he just said unusual uh, transparency which is again contrasted to the fact that they're terrified of a special master now having any ability to stop the state from you know memory holding all of this and they decide what's actually Trump's property what should be declassified our recommendations to the prosecutors we frequently make recommendations and engage in productive conversations with prosecutors about what resolution may be appropriate, given the evidence. In this case, given the importance of the matter, I think unusual transparency is in order. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Prosecutors necessarily weigh a number of factors before deciding whether to bring charges. There are obvious considerations like the strength of the evidence, especially regarding intent. Responsible decisions also consider regarding the intent. of a person's Remember that. and how similar situations have been handled in the past. In looking back at our investigation... Okay, so hold on a second. He's talking about intent. So again, go back to the Hillary Clinton example. If they're saying, okay, he screwed up, but do they have intent that Donald Trump was was going to sell secrets? Was in, I mean, frankly, they don't have intent of anything. In fact, that's why they did th this whole raid was a charade because they have nothing. Uh, let's go back one more time. The evidence, especially regarding intent, responsible decisions also consider the context of a person's actions and how similar situations have been handled in the past. Okay, so right there, similar situations, like Hillary Clinton. Because, again, if they're going to use the same standard right now, Hillary Clinton was let off that wouldn't prosecute here. You just heard him say no reasonable prosecutor would take such a case. But now here we are with Donald Trump. In looking back at our investigations into the mishandling or removal of classified information, we cannot find a case that would support bringing criminal charges on these facts. All the cases prosecuted involved some combination of 
clearly intentional and willful mishandling of classified information, or vast quantities of information exposed in such a way as to support an inference of intentional misconduct, or indications of disloyalty to the United States, or efforts to obstruct justice. We do not see those things here. To be clear, this is not to suggest that in similar circumstances, a person who engaged in this activity would face no consequences. To the contrary, those individuals are often subject to security or administrative sanctions, but that's not what we're deciding now. All right, so in one just final point on there, you know, cer similar circumstances, fine. Uh, and then he mentions to obstruct justice. Donald Trump turned over all this willingly. They knew about it in advance. They knew where it was. They just come and talk to him about it. Excuse me, just come and talk to him about it. They asked. They said, he said, okay, sure. They came in, raided his house. They didn't allow the lawyers to be present. They wanted to turn him off the security footage. Did Hillary Clinton act the same way? No. I mean, it seems a little bit of a contrast to smashing, you know, hard drives with hammers. But no problem. You know. That's how we do things here in uh, in America, right? So uh, now we'll move on to Hunter Biden, you know, our favorite citizen. Uh, so they have the uh, My Son Hunter movie is getting ready to premiere. And my goodness, the mainstream media doesn't like this either. <laughs> so My Son Hunter, the right-wing Hunter Biden movie, is for fringe lunatics. That's quite a headline. Lawrence Fox and Gina Carano star in an unhinged, low-budget, drama-based, less on fact, and more on conspiracy theory. Uh, this was released today. Charles Bromesco, thank you for your, a window into your mind. Writing critically about a film like My Son Hunter feels kind of like sending the kid making fart noises from the back of the class to detention. Any measure of reprimand means giving the troublemaker exactly what they want, engagement, which is to say attention, which is to say validation. When your only goal is to get a rise out of a perceived opponent, even the most cool-headed retort means the game is on. Okay. In the case of far-right ear-flicking, such as this fiction-laced retelling of the Hunter Biden laptop nothing burger... Remember, Nothing Burger, they're calling it a Nothing Burger again. A write-up in a semi-reputable publication like The Guardian gives hyperventilating Breitbart commentators all the ammo they need to prove that the libs have been thoroughly and irrefutably triggered. <laughs> the uh, truth is that the latest feature-length output from the conservative peanut gallery, uh, I don't know, you mean like most of America who knows that this is real? I mean, anyone who's looked at Marco Polo can tell you that much. Uh... Uh, Pina Galli poses little threat to the viewing public. It's foamy-mouthed partisanship speaking only to those already simpatico to its theories and alienating the saner majority within its opening minutes. It doesn't deserve time or mental energy from right-thinking citizens. <laughs> right-thinking, just to translate, right-thinking citizens means you, you know, you suck up the Kool-Aid from, uh, you know, the thought police. Right-thinking means correct state-led thinking. Uh, it doesn't deserve time or mental energy from right-thinking citizens, but if the past decade of American politics has taught us anything, it's that ignoring extremism does not make it go away. Does not make it go away. I mean, I suppose there are aspects of that that I can't disagree with, uh, especially relating to some of the things from the radical left, but, uh, you know... We have been called a great many things here at Conservative Daily. Uh, 
the FBI and the Justice Department and President Biden himself uh, apparently considers us Thanos-level uh, super mega patriots, extremists. I'm sorry, Thanos-level super mega patriot extremists. So uh, let's play some extremist content. Let's show you the trailer for My Son Hunter. So I'll tell you what's going down. Do you know who I am? They told me you were VIP. Well connected to the government. What kind of a moron forgets to pick up his laptop at a repair shop? You're a Biden. Act like one. Everything you're a you Biden. Life, I just ruined it all. I want to know everything that's on that laptop that can ruin my erection. My friends, <laughs> I'm an artist. Tell me how I can help you. I don't deserve help. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been through worse. You're the smartest man I know. Thanks, Dad. I just wish I could smack some sense into you. I'll never forget Cory Bob. He was a bad dude. No joke. Dad, we were talking about suffering. No. I can't seem to find anything but positive stuff on the Bidens. Who's the point Ben for the foreign policy in the Obama regime? Joe Biden. So it looks like you need a billion dollars. So the obvious next question is, where's Hunter? I can remember getting paid some money, but I can't remember what for. Well, my dad says we never discuss my businesses, period. Or my cut. What's happening in there? Joe's in on it. Party's over! <laughs> you had everything, Hunter, and you threw it all away. You hope the laptop will take down everybody with you. Get out! China's not our enemy. They're not bad folks, folks. I love my dad, and I just want to make him proud. I am the one who brings in all the deals. I am the one. The boy. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is 
offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com forward slash daily. Well, there you go. Well done, Breitbart. Uh, So I'm going to watch this, and I think you all should too. Uh, I think what the radical left is really upset about is that someone's doing the exact same thing that they are. And, you know, they have no problem putting out all their Netflix specials about, you know, Obama. You know, I am Michelle Obama. I am Hillary Clinton. You know, the the Reichstag, uh, you know, of Donald Trump. You know, they, they have all these things. They're pervasive in the media. And all these major platforms have no problem with it. No one has any issue with it then. The media doesn't have any, any issue with it then. But all of a sudden, someone does a conservative one. And uh, <laughs> and now now it's a big problem, right? And the funny thing is you hear a few of those uh, of those you know quotes in there like no one discuss no one discusses my business or my cut or you know anything like that Th- those are all in the laptop those have been released in many many different places for like a year now you could go on marco polo you can find you can find their stuff everywhere these are things that are specifically mentioned they're very specifically mentioned uh so you know they apparently are just dealing in conspiracy theories if we go back in time uh, a few months. Here's CNN. Here's what they have to say. You know, they want to claim it's a conspiracy theory. What does CNN say about the laptop? So there's a lot of issues that the, ju- the Justice Department has looked into, including, of course, uh, this laptop that uh, on the right wing has, has featured a lot of a lot of stories about about Hunter Biden. We know the FBI has possession of it and that they believe it is his laptop, that the contents of it are his. So what part was the conspiracy theory? <sighs> I'm waiting to find out, as I'm sure all of you are as well. I do love also in this uh, this laughable review. There's a there's a couple other ones. I somewhat doubt that some of the other writers who have made reviews have actually seen it, since it's not out. It's unclear if they actually did, but they actually talk about uh, Gina Carano, and uh, where was the quote? Who is uh, most known for not working? You know, of course, trying to take shots at her for. Uh, for Disney canceling her, but hmm, looks like she found a home. Um, so, again, let's talk about Hunter and the Big Guy. From uh, the New York Post, Miranda Devine wrote September 4th, FBI agent Timothy Tebolt hid intel from whistleblower on Hunter and the Big Guy Joe Biden. Again, they talk about, uh, in James Comey's statement about Hillary Clinton, this would be, you know, coming from information, intelligence gathered by the FBI in order to put some case together in an instance like this. The same FBI that buried the Hunter Biden laptop? The same FBI involved in God knows how many unbelievable, uh, seditious acts over the last several years? The, sa- the same FBI who instigated January 6th? The same FBI who won't answer questions about where the laptop is? In congressional hearings, who won't, you know, answer where there's where their uh, undercover agents or informants present 
on January 6th, the same FBI who is not looking for any of the men, any of the men who, for instance, are in uh, Bobby Powell's footage showing some, uh, some people who clearly look like they're undercover, breaking, tearing the window out, and then they disappear. The same FBI. Timothy Tebalt, the FBI agent alleged to have interfered with an investigation in a Hunter Biden, was assigned by the Washington field office as point man, point man to manager whistleblower, to manage whistleblower Tony Bobolinsky. You've heard that name before. The first son's former business partner also mentioned the laptop before the 2020 election, but he suppressed his damning revelations. Sources say, why would he do that? Bobolitsky spent over five hours secretly being interviewed by the FBI on October 23rd, 2020, about his inside knowledge of then-presidential candidate Joe Biden's involvement in his son's business deals with China. The previous day, he had revealed in a press conference that Joe Biden was the big guy. We played that on the show for you. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you can just go You can search for that. Uh, I found it last week. Uh it had revealed that Joe Biden was the, the big guy who mentioned in the emails. We showed you that. That was probably back in, in uh, March, maybe. Um, and we went through a great deal of these emails. And Joe Biden was the big guy due to get a 10% cut of a lucrative joint venture with Chinese energy from CEFC. Big Chinese investment firm. Uh, according to an email found on Hunter Biden's laptop. Bobolinsky gave the FBI the contents of three cell phones containing encrypted messages between Hunter and his business partners, along with emails and financial documents detailing the Biden family's corrupt influence peddling operation in foreign countries during Joe's vice presidency. Whistleblowers alleged to Senator Grassley that in the same month as Bobolinsky's FBI interview, then-assistant special agent uh, in charge, T-Bolt, ordered that an investigation into Hunter Biden's alleged criminal finance and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, ordered that an investigation into Hunter Biden's alleged criminal financial and related activity be closed. Okay, so we're having all kinds of respect for the FBI, right? In October 2020, an avenue of additional derogatory Hunter Biden reporting was ordered closed at the direction of ASAC T-Bolt. Grassley wrote six weeks ago in a letter to FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland, it has been alleged that the FBI HQ suggested to the FBI agents that the information was at risk of disinformation. Man, disinformation. We've heard a lot of that going back to, you know, the whole Russiagate thing, right? Uh, however, according to allegations, it was either verified or verifiable via criminal search warrants. T-Bolt allegedly ordered the matter closed without providing a valid reason as required by FBI guidelines. Wow, the FBI didn't follow its own guidelines? That's nuts. And it's alleged that FBI officials, including T-Balt, subsequently attempted to improperly mark the matter in FBI systems so that it could not be opened in the future. We've seen that before, too. Are you kidding me? And the media, Why do you think the media is having a hissy fit over a special master coming in? Why do you think they're all losing their mind? They've already lost their minds, but they're all losing their minds because they know that their goose is cooked. They're totally screwed. So, let's move on. We have a good friend of the show. He will be on Thursday. I believe Thursday morning. Uh, but Coy Griffin had an update in his situation, again relating to January 6th. The same January 6th where the same FBI that we were just talking about, same FBI who, as we just showed you, 
you know, employed T-Balt and terminated investigations into Hunter Biden's criminal activity and his financial crimes, et cetera, et cetera, the same T-Balt who allegedly ordered the matter closed without providing a valid reason as required by FBI guidelines, the same T-Balt employed by the same FBI who subsequently attempted to improperly mark the matter in FBI systems so it cannot be opened in the future, uh, Coy Griffin has now, by order of a judge, been barred from county commissioner Barred from office for life, I believe, uh, citing the insurrection, citing January 6th. A county official in New Mexico who was convicted of entering a restricted area during the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol must be immediately removed from office for his involvement at an insurrection. Isn't that fantastic? District Court Judge Francis Matthew, and um, just stop right there, District Court Judge. So, again, they're talking about the the Trump judges, right? These are the people who are not like us. Yeah, they want them all to be like this judge, right? District Court Judge Francis Matthew ruled that Coy Griffin, Otro County Commissioner, is now disqualified from holding public office because he violated Section 3 of the 14th Amendment by participating in the January 6th insurrection, as well as mobilizing others to engage in the siege. Section 3 of the... 14th Amendment. I don't even think that's been used since, like, the Civil War. He took an oath to support the Constitution of the United States and then engaged in that insurrection after taking his oath, Judge Matthew wrote. The decision against Griffin, who made headlines earlier this year by refusing to certify his county's election results, as he should have, just like every other, uh, I won't, maybe I won't say ever, every, but thousands, if not more, uh, commissioners should have done all across the country. The decision uh, comes after some similar high-profile 14th Amendment challenges to incumbent lawmakers across the country failed. So what is this about? What do you think this is actually about? Because we know it's not about anything sensical. If you've watched the Otero County hearings, you've watched these commissioner meetings, it's all there. They have everything that they need. The presentations by David Clements, by Aaron Clements... Uh, several cyber experts, people who have come in. We've watched here at the show probably hundreds of hours of uh, commissioner meetings from Otro County, from other states. Uh, we've spoken with Coy Griffin, David Clements, and Aaron Clements so many times on this show. Jeff Lemberg, we're going to have on again Friday. Uh, one of the people who spoke at one of the Otro meetings on August uh, 11th or August 12th. And you need to go check out that episode. We're actually going to stream it in the next few days, uh, Jeff Lenberg's presentation, because it is so phenomenal. Uh, We're going to stream that on Conservative Daily and all of our stuff, because that presentation is imperative uh, going forward right now. And we are, again, a critical point. Um, But what this is about is, number one, they do not like the fact that Coy Griffin has courage and they don't like the fact that they decertified. This is about the election results. This is about them refusing uh, to certify the, re- the results. So they're using the January 6th insurrection to throw him out of office because he's too much of a threat because he has courage. It's that simple. You want the Captain Obvious interpretation? You can make it more complicated than that. That's really as simple as it is. It's about the election results, and it's about Coy Griffin having courage, Coy Griffin actually being willing to stand up and honor his oath of office, unlike pretty much everyone else we've talked about today. 
Um, so again, Corey Griffin is frankly a warrior in my mind, and he is a hero. <coughs> so we are about out of time. Uh, I think I have one more. Uh, oh, yeah, here, I want to read this last one. According to the judges ruling Griffin's group, Cowboys for Trump played a key role in Stop the Steal mobilization efforts ahead of, ahead of January 6, 2021. Video from that day shows Griffin working up. I'm sure that's a legal definition, right? Looks like a, they put it in quotes. So I'm sure it was quoted from the, uh, <laughs> from the ruling. Uh, working up supporters of former President Donald Trump against then-Vice President Mike Pence, the court says. There is also footage of Griffin illegally, illegally breaching multiple security barriers and egging on violence by rallying rioters with bullhorn. If that's the footage that I'm remembering that I saw about him illegally breaching multiple security barriers, I'm assuming that's the you know shot of him walking up uh, like a, you know, a guardrail that someone had propped up and he stepped up a, a couple feet. This is the this is the justice system, right? Here in America. Uh, okay, I don't have time to read that. But this is the uh, this is the situation we find we find ourselves in and we are winning. This is you are seeing them so terrified. Everything about their narrative is falling apart. You heard from Peter McCullough. The COVID narrative is falling apart. The vaccine narrative is falling apart. They've had to completely switch the narrative and say, now it's all Trump's fault. Trump was the reason. Trump was the, the problem. After we have numerous Democrats, we have Fauci, we have Gavin Newsom, we have Pelosi, we have all these people, we have Biden saying, take the vaccine, take the shot. We're tired of you, you science deniers. We're tired of you not listening and not taking the shot. Get your vaccine. Get your damn vaccine, he says as he forgets what day it is. And now, as it's becoming impossible to cover up the death and the, uh, and the harm that has been done to people, to living people, as a result of this agenda, now they're throwing it on Trump. After the Bidens get off, after Clinton gets off, after the FBI continues to get off, now they want to, they, they go ahead and raid Trump, completely exposing their political bias and shredding any semblance of uh any semblance of faith that the american people have in our justice department in the department of justice in the fbi in any of these people who've been running this charade and now these court judges are outing themselves as well and yeah i would say this is america with a k well said c-shaft america um but it's all because they're terrified. They're terrified of the election. They're terrified of what happened in Kerry Lake's election happening everywhere. They're terrified of people who have courage, who have the willingness to stand up for the Constitution, to just do what they're supposed to do, to follow their oath, to stand up for the American people, to actually protect this country and to follow the law that we're actually meant to follow, like Coy Griffin. That's why now they're going after him, just like they went after school board uh, or mothers who attended school board meetings because they're afraid of them showing up and standing up for their children, just as they're afraid of Coy Griffin standing up for those in his, uh, you know, in his precinct, just as they're afraid of the truth coming out from the documents that were at Mar-a-Lago, just as they're afraid of 
the election results not being something that they can just tip the scales and decide one way or the other. You know, I've heard, I heard a metaphor, or I guess a, a comparison, that if you were playing pickup basketball somewhere, you had a bunch of people on the street, and they won the game, you get $10,000. Do you think they would cheat if they had an opportunity? Just a couple of regular people? Wasn't really anything to risk, just, you know, if you, you could cheat, you know, step over the line, say you ran something. Would they cheat if they were going to win ten grand? Yeah. Most people would cheat. For something like that? And then we're supposed to believe that those who have, as many of many Americans are seeing more than ever now, who have completely taken over pharmaceutical, all major industries, uh, the State Department, you know, all these, uh, these foreign aid programs, the health care, these same people who now control all of this and who have used that control including the election systems, to rip off, to steal, to silence, and to rob us of everything else that we have left, left in this country. You think they won't cheat? You think they won't cheat to maintain their ability to determine the outcome so that it benefits their interests? We already know there's a deeper ideology, which is frankly evil and satanic. Luciferian, whatever the term you want to use is, but it's evil. You can take that away. If this were just about money, which we know it's not, if it were just about money, they would still cheat. But on top of that, we have the World Economic Forum, all these Davos freakazoids. We know what their, what their actual goal is, and it's not serving us. But I digress. So we're out of time. I know I went over. I got a little fired up. But we have a fax blast, so I want to make sure that we... Uh, that we mention it before you sign off. We have an amazing ability to have thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people message Congress all at once. Your representatives, the entire Congress, Congress and the President, you send them a fax. They have to print it out. Uh, it doesn't matter if they, frankly, if they read it or not, because the point is that we're going to burn their fax machines by overloading them. There have been tens of thousands that have sent faxes in the last few days, so thank you for that. Uh, but the fax blast from today, again, talking about the Bidens, about, you know, the, uh, the crackhead count and his dementia-ridden daddy. At some point, there has to be accountability. Over the weekend, this is some of the things that we talked about. The New York Post released explosive reporting about the Hunter Biden laptop and FBI's efforts to suppress its contents to protect Biden and his administration. Again, the reporting by Miranda Devine reveals Tony Bobolinsky spent over five hours secretly being interviewed by the FBI on October 23, 2020. This is before the election, about his inside knowledge of then-presidential candidate Joe Biden's involvement in his son's business deals with China. Bobolinsky first made headlines when he revealed during a press conference, I'm going to recap one more time for you, that then-presidential candidate was the big guy referenced in, Bunner, in Hunter's business communications. Notable as the big guy was to receive 10%, and Joe Biden has denied any knowledge or any involvement in his son's overseas business dealings. We have seen that time and time again. Time and time again, have we not? So, I'm going to skip down and just read this for you. Go check this out on conservative-daily.com. Send your facts and send these people. Uh, put them on notice. If you're already a member, you can send this for free. 
Tony Bobulinski first made headlines when he revealed during a press conference it was the big guy who was uh, Biden, the same one to receive 10%, and Joe Biden denied any involvement. Um, so you must impeach this so-called president for as many crimes detailed on the laptop. You must also investigate the FBI, beginning with the decision-making on suppressing evidence of Biden's crimes. Bold action is required if you ever intend to restore Americans' trust in our institutions. And believe me, that is not going to be an easy task. You have been entrusted with our governments, and you swore an oath to be worthy of that trust. This is your moment of choosing. Choose wisely. And I'm going to say to all of you, they have a choice if we put them on notice, just as we have a choice now that they have put us on notice. I mentioned uh, earlier and yesterday that the methods are, they're open. They're right out there. They've told us everything. What they're doing, how they're doing it, everything about this. There's no more secrets. There's no more mystery. Only if you are so far asleep that you just refuse to acknowledge what's going on. But they're telling us what they're doing. They're telling us how they're doing it. Frankly, from almost everything now, they're telling us why as well. So we have the choice to say, do I choose free will or do I choose, as I said earlier, to walk down the road to damnation that they have laid out for us? Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow. Again, we've got Brian Cancon, uh, Brian Lupo on. We're going to cover some some new bombshells about uh, some voting machines, something that should be relegated to a bonfire or maybe to a monument to uh, maybe we can build a giant cross out of them. We, we break apart all the all the Dominion machines. We make a big statue of Jesus. That'd be cool. Uh, but anyways, we're out of time, so I'm going to pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for this massive awakening. Thank you for the people seeing the truth. Thank you for the deep state having to fight so hard to maintain their narrative. Thank you for the pressure that patriots, that people who have chosen to see the truth, who have chosen to see and also to do, who have chosen to do the hard work, to speak up, to get off the sidelines, to get off the couch, to get in the streets, to get in the ears and the, and the minds and the hearts of their neighbors, to choose you, to choose strength, to choose courage over fear. To choose truth over deception. To choose hard work. To choose responsibility over the abdication of our rights and of our lives to a system which will never take care of us the way that we can take care of ourselves. As the pressure continues to heat up every single day as we come closer to the election, as they fight harder and harder to try to demonize Trump, to call all Americans extremists, to call those who question the narrative, to, to call all those who just use their own brains, to use the blessings that we have been given, our own sound minds, to question reality, to be an independent thinker, to use our own thoughts, to use our own logic instead of the false equivalencies instead of the the nightmarish reporting and instead of the mockingbird media's approach to truth which is untruth i just i thank you for all the people who are standing up i thank you for the pressure that is being put on them i thank you as we are blessed enough to witness the destruction the ripping apart the tearing down the obsolescence of the deep state, of this mockingbird media, of this cabal, of this political system 
which has been installed, which has been wrapped around our country, which has replaced by sleight of hand our true constitutional form of government, our true republic, that nation by and for the people. I pray that we can continue to witness and that we understand how blessed we are to witness the destruction of it in relatively peaceful times, that we may see it and still be able to have a society and we can still we can still communicate. We do not have to be like those in Ukraine. We do not have to be like citizens caught up in war, at least not yet. But we can see calmly and we can adjust to the boiling water. Many of us are realizing that the water has been, has been turned much hotter than we realized. But thank you for this grace. Thank you for allowing us to adjust. I just pray that we may protect, we may save, we may bring as many lives out of the darkness into the light, that we may bring as many souls to you as we can, that we may save as many children, we may be able to find a way to help all those injured by this, this vaccine, that we, have, we may be able to help all those who are suffering from poverty, who are suffering, suffering or may suffer from food shortages, and that the American people realize collectively the power of the word no, realize collectively the power that we have in choosing to stop playing the game by their rules. That we as a people realize the power that we have in simply standing up and refusing to watch our lives as a movie. I ask that we have strength going through the week. I pray that everyone had a restful holiday weekend. And I, I pray for the men. Men, stand up. I pray for courage. I pray for the men to realize who they were meant to be, that they assume the leadership and the responsibility over themselves, over their family, over their actions, and over their mind, and that they choose discipline. They choose to do the hard work. They choose to adopt and believe in and, and just execute with absolute discipline in obedience to you. And then in doing so, we may see thy kingdom come and thy will be done. I pray these things humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, so tune in tomorrow for CanCon. Thanks for staying over with me. I know I went over. Uh, check out the Facts Blast. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. My name is Apollo. And I hope you have a blessed night, everyone. Uh, make sure you share this episode. And make sure you share Peter McCullough's uh, interview from this morning. It was amazing. He dropped a lot of information. And that's something you should support. Um, also, one last uh, plug. Make sure you go support Mike Lindell. Uh, go uh, get some MyPillows. Get some slippers. Use promo code CD21. You can go to MyPillow.com forward slash CD21. Uh, support this man. He is one of those on the front lines with us as well. And we're very lucky. We're very grateful to have him on our side. So uh, go get some MyPillows. Get some rest tonight. Speak to God. Pray. Uh, get ready to watch My Son Hunter. And uh, and also uh, get Dr. Peter Bregan's book as well as Dr. Peter McCullough's book. They're both on my reading list. I already have Bregan's, and I will be getting uh, Dr. McCullough's as soon as I can. So that's it for tonight. God bless you all. Have a great night, and we will see you tomorrow.
If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.